0: Hello, welcome to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast we're in the Boink Network Discord server. Today is July eighth, twenty twenty two. I'm in a new state, and Delta has a new drink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yep, as usual. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about a couple, what I guess we call small news items, and then of course the huge thing that just came out of Rosetta. If you don't know what that is, definitely stick around. It's actually really exciting. Um. Join us every Friday. I'm, I'm out of practice, man. It's been a couple weeks. But you can join <laughs> us every, every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern here on the Boik Network Discord server. Where you're welcome to join the discussion. Let us know what you want to talk about. And we'll talk about it. It's that easy. It's that easy. Join the discussion just like Dennis at home just did. Dennis at home. I'm, I'm skipping the news really quick. Then we'll come back to your, your drink. because This just fits so perfectly. Dennis at home just is spinning up again. It's an older project um, that I guess just restarted, and they just popped on the Discord to say they restarted, and everyone is very excited to see how this goes. I know it's a very popular project. I don't really know what they do, though, to be entirely honest.
1: Uh, I can't remember if I did a project brief on them as well. <laughs> I don't
2: know, man. Maybe I'll have to do one. Hey. All right, that said drink?
1: Drink time. Okay. First of all, I got to say that I'm a bit worried about it because I chucked this one in the fridge about two days ago. It's another oak because oak keeps coming up with flavors. And every time I walk past the milk island, Woolies, I look in the oak section and a new one always seems to catch my eye. And (laughs) this was in the fridge and I don't know if there's something wrong with my fridge or maybe I just put it on the wrong shelf or something, but it's not cold. It doesn't feel cold, and it just feels gross drinking warm milk. (laughs) So, (laughs) I'm a bit worried that this is going to do something really, really, really bad, but we're drinking it anyway. Um, What we have today (laughs) is Oak Dan's Cherry on Chalk. This is made by Dan, by the way. (laughs) Who's Dan? I don't know. Dan is the man when it comes to the great outdoors and fixing cars, but we reckon this mechanic is handy at killing Hungry Thirsty, too. His chock-cherry combo is so coconuts that Hungry Thirsty panics and gets lost without a paddle. Talk about flavor, and talk is spelt as in the physics term.
0: But does it taste like chalk?
1: It, it, it tastes like, it almost tastes like a cherry ripe. You guys have cherry ripes over in the US, right?
0: I don't know what language you are speaking.
1: Okay, you don't have cherry ripes. <laughs> okay, because um, yeah, we have a, um, a chocolate bar over here in, the, in Australia, in the United States of Australia. Uh, where it's basically shredded, like, it's like shredded, like, dried cherry. And I think there's a little bit of coconut in there, too. And then it's all coated in dark chocolate. And uh, apparently this chocolate bar is so potent with alcohol that it can actually put you uh, over the limit if you're not a fully licensed driver. So if, uh, if I were to eat this chocolate bar and get breath tested by a police officer, I will probably get fined because even though it doesn't show it on the, on the packaging, the natural process of producing that chocolate bar actually produces alcohol. But with regards to the drink, it does taste like literally a cherry ripe bar plus a bit of coconut. So if you guys have like bounty bars or like coconut chocolate bars over there, imagine that flavor, but then add like a little bit of like cherry, I guess. Yeah. It's not the best oak flavor that I've had. It's very muted. It's not very It's not very sweet. Um,
0: end it back. If it doesn't give I you diabetes, it's not oak.
1: It it still has 30 grams of uh, sugar per serve.
0: So. Only th- how many servings per can is this?
1: Two. Two, yeah, two so servings 60. per cotton.
0: 60 grams of sugar to start your day.
2: The things you do just to talk well, about. Well, I'm going rock drink. climbing. So oh, I need okay. that energy, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's get into the news. All right, let's do it uh starting off with the thing i
0: got right here that is never feels at home they've started a new badge based on field counts tuned specifically towards subfield seven uh if this works well they're going to create separate badges for all the other subfields uh and hopefully this will be done hopefully it's already done yeah they said
1: uh
2: what
1: what team's playing on subfield seven
2: uh I can't think of
0: any sports team right now. Wow. <laughs> what a blank. <laughs>
2: like, not any sport any sports team. Arsenal. Arsenal? Yeah. I
1: mean I I'm in Australia and the one that I can think of is the Yankees.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. But that's the news from them. And, oh, the badges have been implemented since July 1st, the badge is a portrait of Galois, considered as the founder of Field Theory. There are currently three levels of badges, Bronze Star, Silver Star, and Gold Star, and some more levels to be added at a later date. How
2: cool is that? Awesome. All right. Let's get some news from the LHC right now. Okay. So
1: uh, everyone's been wondering about the LHC and how to and like what's going on with them. So if you didn't know, the LHC uh, the actual colliders themselves have been in uh, the second long shutdown These are scheduled upgrades for the accelerator. Now recently there was a post on the LHC forums with a link to... the official CERN uh, news page. the colliders saying that uh the they have what is this yes they're getting the pilot beams ready so they're able to produce a pilot beam down some of the accelerators which is really good news for um coming out of the long-term shutdown it seems that everything's on track there's no issues that have happened so far And uh, they were able to produce a stable beam as of, what is this, four days ago. They were able to produce a stable beam at 6.8 tera electron volts, which is a lot of energy. So um, for those eager on uh, LHC at home, they should be uh, coming back up with some new experiments soon.
0: Awesome. Is this the final power-up for it?
1: Um, I do not know what level the (laughs) the LHC is at yet. I don't know if it has enough uh, EXP to get (laughs) to the next level yet. So, um, yeah, I I don't know what upgrade this is up. So um, I might have to do a little bit more investigation into it, but all we know is that uh, it's being upgraded.
2: It can achieve 6.8 tera electron volts, which is legendary. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there's good news coming out of WCG. It looks
0: like they're sending test units out now. So they're testing the system. This doesn't mean they're anywhere near actually starting yet. We all know what can happen with testing. We'll see what happens once they get the results back on whether their new system is going to work. In the meanwhile, though, we did get an update from the OPN1 project coming from Matt. Uh, They have been doing. stuff in wet labs and it's been a struggle that's the basic <laughs> update wet labs are difficult and everything going on in the world right now just makes it all that more difficult uh, so what they do say is we can expect uh new packages that will be exploring new corners of chemical space against new viral targets once everything is back up and running they're hoping they're going to learn from the first round, round and use that knowledge to inform an even more productive second round Uh, So definitely don't forget WCG's there. There's still a very large project. And maybe, hopefully, probably not, but maybe they'll start up again soon.
1: Well, I mean, wet labs are slippery when wet.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) You were on hold this
2: morning. It would be pretty difficult to get experiments done if you're sliding all over the floor. All right, news out of <laughs> uh, news out of uh, Rake Search project.
1: For those of you that don't know Rake Search, they do not search for rakes; they actually search for Latin squares. Uh, <laughs> so there's no rakes if you if you're here for rakes. But um, Rake Search is teaming up with Jerusalem at Home, another point project, in order to calculate a spectrum. Uh, of characteristics of diagonal Latin squares. So, what is a spectrum of a Latin square? I don't know, but it is a, uh, it is a numerical characteristic of a Latin square. So, um, according to this post, it is, quote, the spectrum of characteristics is the range of values it can take. So if you want to read about the background of that scientific work, you can go and check out the post from RakeSearch. Uh, They have links to the presentations and I think a paper on, uh, on the spectrum of diagonal Latin squares. So if you're a math nut, not like me, but I still love my math. If you really,
2: really, really love your maths, go and check out the paper and the presentations from uh, Rake Search. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Is that everything? Do we get it all? I think so. Do we want to start talking about what happened at Rosetta at home? Oh, man, it
0: was terrible. It was tragic. It was just a, a bull in a China shop, you know? And the next thing you know, they're sending 10 million doses over to South Korea.
1: Yeah, the servers are on fire because they're <laughs> crunching so hard to get this thing pumped out. Every every person and every CPU chip is stressed right now.
0: It's just it's too much. But if you didn't gather right now or yet, the um, University of Washington... Developed a COVID vaccine that's more effective, cheaper, and doesn't require refrigeration. Uh, more effective than Astra- Astrazeneca, I think, is the one. And they, it's been approved overseas. It's not in the U.S. yet, but this is because of all the work that was crunched by Boink users. Congrats to everyone! I know I don't sound too excited. I guess I'm a little tired. Delta, yeah, I'm like yeah, just.
1: You know, just casually, you know, we just, like, made a vaccine from a Boink project. Like, it, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not that spectacular. It is spectacular, <laughs>
0: Well, the, the spectacular thing is it's um, it's almost perfect for places that are less capable of housing some of the more intense r eight vaccines that require freezing. Right? You can send this. Uh, one of the big things in the release note is how much of the world is still unvaccinated and how difficult it is to vaccinate some of these places. And this vaccine is just because you don't need to refrigerate it. And it's so easy to make. Uh, you can send it anywhere.
1: Yeah, and uh, we, we were saying this all the time throughout the previous episodes, is that when, if an, why are we crunching this if we already have vaccines? And the reason why we're crunching this if we have vaccines is because what if we can find a better vaccine that's cheaper, can last longer outside of specific conditions, and can be sent to countries that can't afford all the vaccines that the rest of the world has. So it's really a spectacular achievement for Rosetta at Home, especially
2: to all the crunchers who crunched Rosetta at Home all this time to create this new vaccine. Yeah, Uh, nothing to add to that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So um, where is it now with Rosetta at home? What are they going to be doing?
0: I imagine they're still doing a lot of stuff because they're they're what is it Institute of Protein Design out of the University of Washington. So they're. Doing... I, I would have thought they're partying. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no! Right back to well, they got to get the bulls out of the shop, out of the server room. But. <laughs> No, I bet you they're right back to it. Because I know they're working on a bunch of different diseases. COVID is just one of them, and they jumped on it because it was kind of critical and necessary at the time. But I I hope that this is just an example of how much distributed computing can help uh, real-world problems. You know, you've got, what was the folding at home thing? No, not the folding at home thing. The thing that used machine learning to basically do what folding at home did in like half a second. I don't know. It can determine. It was a big deal. I think some big company developed a way to determine the lowest level state of a protein just by. I I do
1: recall. I do recall the news article, or I do recall the thing that you're
2: talking about. Yeah.
0: So I'm wondering if that basically AI does it versus distributed computing. Um, I wonder how that's going to work in the future but the the thing is it uh, distributing computing works right now. Here's evidence. Deepmind, thank you. Alpha fold. That's it. Alpha fold uh, the 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 distributing computing works right now. Who knows how accessible Alpha will be and how quickly we can ramp it up to other types of to make it like practical? If there was a vaccine coming on Alphafold. completely different conversation.
1: Yep. and Phoenix asks, wasn't there a game. That lets people determine the lowest energy state uh, of quantum particles. It wasn't for quantum particles; it was for proteins and other molecules, and it was called Foldit. Uh, and I'm just looking on uh, the Rosetta homepage, and yeah, they still do have work units. And after all, Rosetta is kind of like an kind of like an umbrella project for protein folding problems. So one of them was related to the COVID nineteen vaccination. Uh, there's other things that uh, have been happening. I'm seeing a couple things on their forums like Open Fold and something called Casp 15. So um, there are still work units at Rosetta. So if you're still crunching Rosetta, your work is going to a good place. Um, and for those of you that did crunch Rosetta, your work has gone to a good place and that is
2: the new COVID-19 vaccine awaiting approval. So who's going to go get boosted with the the Rosetta vaccine? Uh, I'm in the U.S., so I can't do that yet. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, apparently they're in Phase 3 trials. So
1: um, it is called, for those of you that are interested,
2: I believe this is the one. I just want to be absolutely sure. Yep, it's called SkyCoV-1.
1: SkyCoV-1. For those of you that are interested and want to go get the Rosetta vaccine, (laughs) it's called SkyCoV-1. It is a tiny ball of protein studded with 60 copies of the uh, SARS-CoV-2 receptor
2: binding domain, shown in red. So that is really cool.
1: So the, um, it, it looks like because uh, it's basically a ball and then on the outside of the ball they stick the, um, the proteins of the receptor bindings. And so in order to get those the correct um, uh, receptor binding, uh, I, I would assume that that's exactly what Rosetta at Home was crunching and finding that receptor binding so that it would bind onto the virus um, or at least teach the immune system how to detect the virus. Um, so, yeah, the um, good job to everyone at Rosetta
2: at home for detecting that. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, Amen. can't say enough. It's crazy, because that was so long ago, too.
0: It's like, uh, I guess it's continuing work, but the project started. Doing COVID work in essentially April 2020, right? That summer, that
2: spring or summer, right after COVID started spreading. And here we are two years later
0: with uh, a product from everything we did. It makes me wonder you know, maybe SETI at home really does have evidence of, of aliens we'll find 20 years after they started the
2: project or ended the project. Probably not. I'm going to go with not. We want aliens. We want (laughs) aliens.
1: Um, So yeah, just reading the article here. Unlike the earliest approved vaccines for COVID-19 that use mRNA, viral vectors, or an inactivated virus, SkyCover1 is made of proteins that form tiny particles studded with fragments of the pandemic coronavirus. These nanoparticles were designed by scientists at the uh, University of Washington Medicine and advanced uh, into clinical trials by SK Bioscience and GlaxoSmithKline. Never heard of that one. Um, Yeah,
2: so it's a completely new technology compared to the other ones that we've had so far. Very cool. Anyone have any thoughts in the chat here? I don't know, because I'm out of thoughts. I'm ready for dinner.
1: Uh, it looks like uh, one last thing is that uh, the clinical trial that's going on is being conducted in South Korea.
0: I thought they had finished the trial and sold like 10 million doses.
1: Uh, oh, hold on this. Oh, sorry. I'm reading this from
2: the 29th of April. So you might be correct. Yeah, this is dated the 29th of April. Yeah, you might yeah, be it, right because this is, this is a little bit of an old thing. Yeah, coming from the 6th of July, it wins full approval
0: abroad. Uh, it's called S-Sky-CoV-1.
2: How are you supposed to pronounce that? Co-
0: Covine. I want to say Covine, but I don't. Covione.
2: Right. It's yeah, Sky South, <laughs> South Korea is to purchase 10 million doses for domestic use. Man, I want the Sky Covione. Anything else? we'll note that the uh university of washington is licensing the vaccine technology
0: royalty free for the duration of the pandemic hell yeah good on them free forever i guess <laughs> i know <right? laughs> Just,
2: exactly do they measure the duration <laughs> free forever science is free forever hell yeah all right, I'm that. No, you got breakfast to get to. I got dinner to
0: get to.
1: Well, I've had my breakfast. I've
0: had Dan's cherry on chalk. <laughs> of course, you
1: just
2: ate a bunch of chalk. <laughs> Disgusting. I know. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See you, everyone. Next week, 5 p.m. Eastern. Boik
2: Network Discord server. I'll drink some coffee beforehand. Or drink a monster. Ah, hell.